Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. March Madness. It is upon us. You either really, really care or you really, really don't. That's the way it works. Yeah, yeah. All I know is Chat GPT said uh, my fight in the line I are going to beat Arkansas in the first round and then advance probably to battle your hated Kansas Jayhawks. Jack. This is uh, this is where I, I don't think artificial intelligence is going to be any better than anything else at figuring this out. I really don't. I think it'll be great at the stock market and weather and all kinds of different things and writing complicated papers and medicine. But I just I when it's sports. I just there's, there's so many. It's too much human drama and emotion in sports. And the humans have already done a real good job of knowing who's injured, who's not, you know, how the defense matches up to the offense. You know, the machine might do somewhat better than humans, but, you know, you just never know who's going to have a big night and who's not. So I have a prediction I hope I'm wrong about regarding what is going to become a hot cultural, cultural issue Around the war in Ukraine, just because we tend to go into camps and uh, and 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 at that once we're in our camp on an issue, the facts or circumstance don't seem to matter anymore. I use as my best examples everything around COVID masks. I mean, you know, uh, lab leak theory, lab leak theory, stuff like that. You know, uh, new information could come out. Doesn't matter. Was Trump for it against it? If Trump was for it, I'm against it, or vice versa. 
If Trump mm-hmm. is for it, I'm for it. And that's the way we got. And uh, or we're Republicans for it or against it. And I think we might be headed that direction with the war in Ukraine. All of this over the last, what, 72 hours since Ron DeSantis asked, answered Tucker Carlson's question about is it in vital U.S. interest to continue to support the war in Ukraine? And he said no. And he listed several other priorities that he thought were a bigger deal. As Joe has pointed out many times, you feel like he left plenty of wiggle room to go full on support Ukraine if he decides at any point. Yeah, I think if he'd asked chat GPT to write him the perfect statement that would keep the uh, not super hot for Ukraine crowd on his side while not alienating people who want continued support, I think it nailed it. Here's the latest CNN poll, by the way, on people's attitudes toward this or Republicans' attitudes toward this. This is polling GOP or GOP leaners. 36% of Republicans say it's essential that the GOP presidential nominee opposes U.S. involvement in Ukraine. Wow. 36%, but it's only 36%. But, yeah. you know but what? essential they oppose it. Wow. Essential that they oppose it. Yeah. And if you got all of those 36% to vote for you, you would win the nomination. Probably Agreed. in a crowded yeah. field. Yeah. Um, so and here's why I think it's going to turn into an issue like masks or lab leak theory or, um, you know, some of the education stuff. Here's Nicole Wallace on MSNBC discussing Ron DeSantis's answer. A former Mueller investigator said to me, um, I think about 18 months ago now, that, that the next Russian election interference won't run afoul of any laws. They're that good. They'll just get their signals from which candidates who, who in, in questions asked by Tucker Carlson, there are no accidents here, and answered by Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump, it's abundantly clear who Russia would be interested in aiding. So they're painting this as a, if you're against the war in Ukraine or supporting the war in Ukraine, you're clearly a tool of Putin and Russia. Here's a montage of the conversations over the last couple of days on MSNBC. DeSantis wants to appease Putin, calling the brutal invasion of Ukraine nothing more than a territorial dispute. It's the latest sign that the party of DeSantis, Trump and Tucker is seriously out of touch with the views of most Americans. Ron DeSantis, who is parroting (laughs) Vladimir Putin and Kremlin talking points by calling Russia's invasion of Ukraine a quote, territorial dispute. Trump and DeSantis coming out with anti-Ukraine positions, pro-Russia positions in effect. The two Republican frontrunners basically want to run away from Zelensky in Ukraine and into Putin's arms. The anti-woke guy, Ron DeSantis, his ideal is Putin's Russia, where there are no gay people, where there are no women in power, where you know, they're all Christians. That's how he wants to see the world. Listen to that, S. And I got to wow. admit... When I hear Joy Reid, Nicole Wallace, Joe Scarborough, and others, Lawrence McDonald, saying that sort of stuff, it makes me want to go the other direction, even though I'm for supporting the war in Ukraine. It just it just makes me so angry. And Boy, I the- just wonder if this is going to become like the lab leak theory or masks or whatever. You're either, you know, you're either with the MSNBC crowd or you're not. It's not a... Is it a good idea to support Ukraine? Do you think it's in our national interest? Is it the world order benefiting the United States? No, no, no. It's either are you on the side of Joy Reid and Joe Scarborough or are you on DeSantis and Trump's side? 
Right, right. Well, uh, the aspect of this that troubles me most probably is that uh, there's so much money to be made in whipping people up and getting them into their camps than reinforcing those camps or tribes, if you prefer, uh, including political fundraising. And some of the best minds of our, our generation and some of the most effective technologies of our generation are all being employed to keep us as whipped up and tribal as they possibly can. Well, but it's sure working. Prior to the pandemic, I would have never guessed. I would have just assumed, well, we'll have a national conversation based on the latest science of whether masks are doing any good or not, depending on the disease and what they found and blah, blah, blah. I would have never thought that it turns into a, oh, you voted for Trump, did you? Because you don't have a mask on or the reverse if you do. I would have never guessed that was possible. If that can happen around something like that, obviously it can happen around the war in Ukraine. I just wonder this is going to be, oh, so you're an MSNB. You're one of those people. If you, like I do, think it's a good idea to pursue Putin Russia out of Ukraine. Well, and again, I've studied Ron DeSantis' uh, statement on it. I thought it was a very well-crafted threading of the needle. And to suggest that, uh, given the specific wording of, of his answer to Tucker's question, that he's a tool of Putin and Putin's Russia is Ron DeSantis' model for blah, blah, blah. That's absurd. It's completely unsupportable. He might end up being um, a, a, a tool of forces bigger than him, though. If this becomes a cultural issue that's divided by, you know, not for rational reasons, but for just which camp are you in? He might have to stick with his what kind of sounded like not backing the war in Ukraine just because that becomes the the, the leading thing. Yeah, boy, you want to get to really deep in this discussion that just brings to mind the uh, uncomfortable balance we have in this country between a government of by and for the people. And the fact that at times the government has to say, thank you, angry mob, for that suggestion. I don't think we're going to do that. And that's good. That's not bad. That's good that we're not a pure everything's a referendum democracy. That would be disastrous. Right. But so DeSantis might find himself, just for instance, um, or Trump or whomever, in a position where because of the tribalization and just to show your colors, oh, and it's worth mentioning that the further this goes, the more you're rewarded by taking an extreme position. Right. If you take a subtly to the right position, whatever the right would be in this case, and actually it's kind of a a reversal of traditional yes. you know, points of view. Very much so. That's right, the other interesting yeah. part of it. I'll just say pro-Ukraine. So if you take a subtly pro-Ukraine uh, stance... It's not really clear to me if you're in my tribe or not. But if you take a wildly, radically pro-Ukraine stance, then I know you're in my tribe. Yeah, high five, everybody. And so, especially online, but everywhere, there's an incentive to take further and further out their extreme positions to show your tribal affiliation, right? And so I could easily see a DeSantis or somebody like that being in the position where you've got overwhelming popular opinion on one side of this. Now, maybe it was ginned up, stirred up, simmered up um, for the worst of reasons. But at some point, you got to pay attention to it. Again, 36 percent of Republicans say it's essential that the nominee oppose U.S. involvement in Ukraine. That's a well, pretty blanket statement. Okay, I'm I'm a quibbler though. It, it, it just occurred to me that word ev- involvement. What what do they mean by involvement? I wonder if that's there in the, you know, the fine print of the survey. If that means involvement of our troops, well, I'm on that side. 
Uh, that's a good question. I doubt that it does, but I you know I could look into it. Yeah, interesting. There's no, Boy, I mean, there's right. no doubt there are other polls that have showed uh, support for uh, our spending money and giving weapons to Ukraine has dropped quite a bit, particularly in the Republican Party over the last year. It was around a little less than half the last poll I saw. Um, as it, as we get, you know, a year from now when they're starting to cast votes and maybe we've spent another hundred billion dollars and it's kind of a stalemate. I don't know where the politics are going to be at that point. Boy, to state the obvious, the fewer topics that end up being swept up in this tribal fury, the better. Well, well no kidding. But I think this one is, well, it has been based on what I, the montage of MSNBC hosts we just heard. I mean, that's just some crazy crap, but oh yeah, yeah. if that's what catches on on that side of the politics. Well, if it hadn't happened, friends, I'd imagine it would be tough for you to even picture a scenario where our kids were kept isolated and sad, not allowed to play with their friends or go to school or even run around in the park, even though all of science was saying, no, kids are really not affected by this disease. And about midway through the pandemic, we were hearing they're not even terribly effective vectors of the disease. They just don't seem to be that big a factor in the whole COVID thing. But in spite of that, because the teachers unions wanted uh, leverage for other negotiations, the entire left of the political spectrum said, no, keep those sad little kids isolated. Keep them at home. Don't let them play together. I mean, a, a, a cruelty that monumental is difficult to picture in any country, but it happened here for reasons of tribal signaling. It's it's horrifying. So, yeah, how bad could this get? Friggin' bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this is going to be one to watch. Ugh. I thought that was, I did. I'm glad I, that Tucker played that last night. Those clips actually came from Tucker Carlson. I didn't see that stuff on MSNBC, but... To hear Joy Reid position it as your Russia is going to inter- interfere in this election, but it's going to be more subtle choosing their candidates like Trump and DeSantis because they favor Putin. Wow. Well, and, and of, uh, uh, number one, of course they are. Every government does that. They'll tend to support the, the candidates who have a more favorable view of policy toward them. In but, every other country on earth, but that's not Russian interference per se. I mean, make your own judgment if, about the issues. Well, what my personal position is, I think we should be doing more to support Ukraine. That's the position I'm in. But portraying that as pro-Putin, if you decide we shouldn't get involved in this, is crazy. There's and we'll drive of, people into that camp. There's plenty of good argument for why we shouldn't get involved in wars on the other side of the earth sure. without being in, you know. Because you like Putin. A stooge of Putin. Yeah. Wow, that's really interesting. You can join. So every time you say we need to be careful to avoid escalation, uh, we're running out of money, we have domestic concerns. Every time you say something like that, the left is going to call you a stooge of Putin. Wow. Yeah, that's rough. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yo, yo, yo. Sorry. Just thinking about my day and what I ought to do and what I should do and well, if shouldn't have, do if you as have, a man with the vid. If you have COVID, problem. you should just uh, lay in bed. No, I don't want to. Are you sick? Do you feel sick? Kind of. Coronavirus! I don't feel great, but I don't know. I got things I want to do. I'll try not to infect anybody. It's, uh, it's outdoorsy activities I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. A little uh, a short on concentration because I have the Chinese bad fever. What medicine are you taking? And, and ivervectin, you taking the horse paste? Uh, no, no. Thank you for the suggestion, though. No, I'm taking a, uh, a decongestant uh, cough suppressant for the purposes of doing this here radio show and a little ibuprofen. A little horse dewormer. That's what you need. I'm not saying that's not a good description for it there, you uh, Joe Scarborough. Anyway, uh, so a handful of stories uh, to squeeze in during a fairly short segment. Then we'll uh, get back to the big, sprawling, important news of the day. Uh, lawsuit against Buffalo Wings in, of course, Illinois. If it's not California, it's going to be Illinois, a far-left state that's owned by trial attorneys. A class action lawsuit filed by a Chicago resident. He confu- he accused the restaurant chain of using false and deceptive advertising for its boneless wings. Specifically, the name and description of the products, boneless wings, leads reasonable consumers to believe the products are actually chicken wings. How do those he- birds fly? He accused the restaurant <laughs> with boneless wings. Yeah, yeah you'd think they'd just kind of flap around. Uh, he accused the restaurant of misleading customers, uh... Uh, the dish was actually prepared uh, with chicken breast, more like chicken nuggets. Meanwhile, the restaurant, in an absolutely perfect response, tweeted, It's true. Our boneless wings are all white meat chicken. Our hamburgers contain no ham. Our buffalo bank wings are 0% buffalo. <laughs> Our hamburgers contain no ham. 
Uh, uh, this, this guy, what's this guy's name? I want to name names here. Aymen Halim. I hope he gets some hot sauce in the eyes. <laughs> Not that I would suggest anybody ever perpetrate any act of cruelty or, or violence on any other human but you being. You want this but... guy held down with hot sauce poured into his no, eyes? No, 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 no. I think perhaps if uh, the good Lord Almighty looks down upon his sins and d- determines he should be punished, maybe he gets some hot sauce in his eyes. <laughs> Old Testament style. Anyway, speaking of people who deserve uh, divine retribution, here's this 25-year-old woman who worked at Stanford University, and this all fits in with some of the recent stories about Stanford. She had accused, vaguely, but accused a co-worker of forcibly raping her twice. Ooh. Now, she wouldn't name him, but uh, dropped enough hints and descriptions that the cops honed in on this guy. Wow. And I'm not going to include all the alleged details of the crime. They are grim and terrible, and a woman subjected to that sort of violence, uh, God bless them. I mean, it's a terrible, terrible thing, except that she made it all up. Mm. She was pissed off at him. Ooh, wow. For various, uh, you know, real or imagined offenses against her and took this to the wall. Stanford spent $300,000 investigating the case and securing the campus. This woman got victim money from the state of California. She made it all up. So, yeah, that sort of stuff does happen. Speaking of women acting badly, I ought to get to Whoopi Goldberg using a racial slur on The View, having to apologize for it, but we're we're out of time. What slur did she use? Stay with us, you bunch of blanking bleeps. (laughs) If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
Yep, Marsh Madness is almost here, and there are so many amazing players in the tournament this year. But I noticed that if you combine some of their names, you can create an even more interesting player. I'll show you what I mean. For instance, if you combine Nick Pringle with Juwan Roberts, you get Juwan Pringle. <laughs> If you combine Harrison Hornery with Ty Berry, you get Berry Hornery. And you... hmm. What am I, nine years old in if this scenario? If you combine Joey Hauser, Chase Ross, and Chandler Lawson, they become Chandler Ross Joey. Yay! Wow. Yay! The most interesting part of that, to me, is the unbelievable delight the crowd gets in something as simplistic as that. Do they pipe nit- nitrous oxide into the studio? I regularly think Jimmy Fallon is hilarious, but oh yeah, that was just <laughs> nothing really. Wow. And the crowd, oh my God, Juwan Pringle, <laughs> wetting themselves with excitement and mirth. <laughs> Whatever. So here's something that hasn't gotten enough attention about the whole bank bailout thing. One prominent Democrat praising the bailout, California Governor Gavin Newsom. But while he did lobby the White House for this outcome, he failed to disclose that he's a beneficiary of it as the owner of three California wineries that are listed as clients of Silicon Valley Bank. You really should mention that. I think it's a great idea. I happen to have accounts that would benefit from this, so... Well, specifically, he said in a statement, the White House acted swiftly and decisively to protect the American economy and strengthen public confidence in our banking system. (laughs) And keep me from losing lots of money. Right. Personally. Like my own money. Wow. Wow. That is something. You got to mention that. I mean, come on. Uh, We're all human. We all fall short sometimes. Good point. I should cut you some slack. According to Gavi's uh, spokeshole, Governor Newsom's business and financial holdings are held and managed by a blind trust, as they have been since he was first elected governor in 2018. What's that got to do with anything? He also left out his wife's professional ties to the bank. They gave $100,000 to the charity founded by Siebel Newsom. Wow. These, all these people are in bed with each other. It's unbelievable, always, literally. Always. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought this was interesting from uh, Jordan Weissman, who uh, writes about uh, finances and politics and all that sort of stuff. Why almost everyone in Washington is ticked at the Fed. As Congress looks to pin blame for the collapse of the Silicon Valley Bank, both Republicans and Democrats say it looks like the regulators at the Federal Reserve in San Francisco fell down hard on the job. And people are both sides are making... The point that the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco, which was in charge of supervising SVB, the bank that collapsed, failed to spot signs of trouble that later sparked the run. um, And they should have been easy to spot, according to everybody looking at it from the outside. I don't know because this is not my uh, realm of expertise, but quoting a heck of a lot of people on both sides. The San Francisco Fed had all the tools necessary to prevent the collapse from happening. From an oversight standpoint, we need to understand why the SF Fed wasn't utilizing all these tools at its disposal. And there are Republicans and Democrats, as I've said, who have been saying the same thing. So why did that happen? So what gets interesting, though, is the political narrative has been, which maybe you've picked up on, that Trump deregulated, and that's what led to this. So the Republicans are saying, well, they still had the tools necessary to figure this out and didn't. 
So why would more regulations make things better? All it's going to do is make it more difficult for people to do business. But as we've just seen, they don't apply them all the time anyway. If you're trying to avert a disaster, Democrats right. on the other side are making the argument that this is why we need more regulations because this didn't happen. So. Well, and that move during the Trump administration was bipartisan, too. So the depth of dishonesty is impressive, as always. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, worth pointing out, as is often the case with financial stuff. There are a lot of rich Democrats with a lot, as you just heard with Gavin Newsom. There's a lot of rich Democrats with a lot of various complicated holdings and this and that. And, you know, when it comes to tax codes, uh, writing off losses and all the things that everybody does. But only Republicans get blamed for it for some for some reason. Well, right. We know the reasons, even though they're they you don't hear Democrats ever wanting to change these rules usually. Because they benefit also from them. It's odd, isn't it? Not really. Not if you understand hypocrisy. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the answer for that is. Regulators failed to do their job with regards to SVB. Uh, and I'm quoting South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. But you got roughly the same statement from Elizabeth Warren. Well, I, we I need to regulate the regulators, Jack. We need a regulatory agency to regulate the regulators. They'll have regulations saying how the regulators need to regulate. And if they don't regulate that way, by God, we'll regulate them more. Mm. There you go. Then if those people fall down on the job, we've got to have some regulating of them, right? Hmm? Huh? Well, strict punishments. I, I think there's a Dr. Seuss book that kind of makes that point. I can't remember which one. I'm sure it's delightful and full of whimsical illustrations. That offend the woke and good. I enjoy offending them myself. Uh, perhaps this will not offend you, but please you. There's a fabulous, fabulous new pillow on the market. The MyPillow 2.0. When the folks at MyPillow uh, invented the original pillow, it had everything you could want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, they're using t new technology. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, but now has brand new exclusive fabric that's made with temperature regulating thread. Which leaves the MyPillow 2.0 the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you will ever own. No more tossing and turning or flipping your pillow over during the night. The MyPillow 2.0, by the way, right now, buy one, get one free for a limited time if you use the promo code GETTY. That's right. The MyPillow 2.0 made with temperature regulating technology, 100% made in the USA. It comes with a 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. All you have to do to get that buy one, get one free, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, and use the code GETTY, G-E-T-T-Y. Buy one, get one free. Use the promo code GETTY, MyPillow.com. Uh, one more thing on the bank bailout thing to mention before we move on to other topics. Representative James Clyburn of South Carolina stated that we're going to increase the amount of bank deposits protected by the FDIC above the maximum of $250,000. I don't actually know the history of this. How long has it been $250,000? And if it's been that for very long, it doesn't make sense just from an uh, inflation standpoint. Yeah, we had a couple of people point out that through your various like big giant investment houses like Schwab, you can open accounts for a lot more than that uh, with readily accessible cash, um, which is interesting. I didn't know about that. I have no need for parking $10 million anywhere. Um, yeah, it's not uh, something I spend a lot of time looking into. I, one, one guy who uh, I hope I never run into him, his, his email was, stop lying. You know this sort of account exists, and they have a link to some sort of account for, like, stop lying. What are you, what? <laughs> on, on whose behalf am I lying? The Silicon Valley Bank? What with our many ties to them? I'd have, 
Anyway, people are weird. <laughs> you used the term woke a few minutes ago. I did, Jack. Yes. Seems to come up quite a bit in modern discussions. What well, that does... reminds me, I have to pay off what uh, Whoopi Goldberg said on the air that got her in trouble. But I go do, ahead. I yeah. want to hear this in, that in seconds. Yes. But uh, yesterday, the Dispatch had a piece, Everything I Don't Like is Woke, but it had a definition of woke. See what you think of this definition is, because okay. I've had people ask me this before. What does that mean? I think my dad asked me that once. What we mean when we talk about wokeness is progressives trying to assert cultural hegemony by using institutional or economic pressure to wrench the Overton window to the left with respect to not yet agreed upon norms. Wow, is that good? It is pretty good. The Overton window being the the window of things that are possible or allowable. It's what you open if you uh, accidentally burnt something on the stove and it's getting all smoky and you're worried the alarms no, are going to go off. No, 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 not good. Not good. The whole concept of Overton window is fant- uh, really interesting and you should Google it if you don't know about it and read about it today. It'll change your life. It actually will. But uh, that's a pretty good definition of woke. Uh, Read it again, would you please? There's a lot to chew on there. A term that I would rather not hear ever again in my life, but the whole, certainly the concept is going to be around for quite some time. What we mean when we talk about wokeness is progressives trying to assert cultural hegemony. That means make us all do the same thing. Complete control, yeah. By using institutional or economic pressure to wrench the Overton window to the left with respect to not yet agreed upon norms. So society hasn't determined, like... Gay marriage. Society kind of, not kind of, society came to believe, you could see it in the polling, to believe that gay marriage was okay. Enough people Certainly had, a majority, yeah. Enough yeah. people had been exposed to gay couples to think, ah, that's not a problem, that's okay, or there were enough, enough uh, old people died off and young people <laughs> came in or whatever, but the, the culture had changed. There, were, there, there, were, there was a change in the agreed upon idea to a certain yeah. extent. At least yeah. enough to have the discussion. What they're talking about here with wokeness is moving it way over to where we haven't agreed on this at all. The country Biological is, males can whoop up on high school girls in sports, for instance. Yeah, the idea that there's no such thing as a man or a woman is not even close to agreed upon. Right. But it's right. being forced through cultural or political pressure for you to go along with it. And likewise, that which was considered and, and is perfectly normal and acceptable and reasonable. I don't want my 11-year-old girl watching a grown man in the locker room naked. I don't want that grown man approaching my 11-year-old daughter in a locker room. That is now out of the Overton window of the woke. That is now considered awful and transphobic and, and bigoted and stupid. To object to a grown man displaying his wares to my adolescent girl. Yeah, so that's the thing about the Overton window shifting. Not only does it bring the absurd and ridiculous into the, uh, you know, the, the acceptable, but it quashes a lot of things that are perfectly reasonable and, and silences you from saying them. That's a great definition. I'm gonna, you got to text that to me or something. i got to write right. that. I'm going to post that here in my studio. So I never forget. Joe is at home because he has COVID. I think I do. I haven't tested yet because I don't care. Coronavirus! <laughs> you don't care and it doesn't matter. Mm. Um, is it ignorance or apathy? I don't know and I don't care. One of the funniest things ever said. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
What did Whoopi say that got her in trouble? Oh, she used the word gypped. Oh, that's right. You're not supposed to say that. During a segment about Donald Trump's hush money case involving Stormy Daniels. Oh, that reminds me. Who am I offending offending when I say gypped? Uh, uh, The Roma. Romani people. Gypsies. Okay. To be gypped is to be uh, defrauded, swindled, cheated. Right. And even though everybody who's ever used the word, at least in the last half century, has no idea where the word came from. No, that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She's still a hater and a bigot, a racist, and she has apologized up and down. I should have thought about it a little longer before I said it. You know, you're a certain age. You use words that you know from when you're a kid or you remember saying. That's what I did today. This is her apology? Yes. Well, I suppose if I was going to lose my job, I'd say the same crap. It's ridiculous. I, I use the word because that's the word everybody uses if they got ripped off. None of us know where it came from or think about it for a second. I don't know anything about gypsies. I don't have a positive or negative opinion. <laughs> it's just that That's the real answer, but you can't say and that. It's, it's not my fault the word came into common usage in that context. I wonder how it did. Right. I, 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 have no, I don't know a thing about gypsies. Are they, do, are they even real? Or is it like gnomes? Or is it a real thing? Or? <laughs> the Romani people exist, yes. As do uh, the Irish travelers, for instance. Uh, Pikes, as they're called. Yeah, that's a thing. And, and and it could be suggested that there's a reason various terms have popped up around them. So I Both was, complimentary and slightly negative. I was at a bar somewhere in the wine country, like Sonoma, Napa, one of those cool winery towns one time. Gladys, do you work anymore? She's trying to unionize. No, she's no, just she's organizing? Yeah, she's just one of her, but yeah. she's trying to get a union going. You'd and, think uh, you could organize pretty quickly if you're the only one. And she's quiet quitting. Oh, no. Um, thank God she played the harp there. Is she doing minimum Mondays? Is that the, the term? I'm out of time. Bare for, minimum Mondays? Yeah, I'm out of time for my gypsy story. So, I want to uh, hear it. Oh, um, don't um, even use that term. Among other things on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
President Biden is now in Las Vegas, of all places. He had a busy schedule today. He's wrapping things up with a stop at the Peppermint Hippo to make it rain. <laughs> what if they gave him one night off from being president in Las Vegas? Just let him wander around the casino at 3 a.m., blasted on schnapps, maybe one of those big horn drinks, asking around for Donnie and Marie, you know? Can you imagine Joe Biden at a card table? I need a jack, Jack. Hmm. Uh, couple of chat GPT stories. Maybe we'll get to an hour four. There's a one chat GPT program that predicted the stock market's going to crash this week. And uh, Business Insider and others are pointing out why it's wrong, worried that there's going to be a reaction to it. Oh, boy. Also, gods in the machine, rise of artificial intelligence may result in new religions. I find that fascinating. But we got on the topic of, how did we get on the topic of gypsies? Which I don't uh, Whoopi, even know what that is. Whoopi Goldberg uh, used the term gypped on The View and has been forced to apologize for it. Okay, so in my, the only thing I know about the, the term gypsy is I always meant it to be just somebody that moves around a lot. Yeah, the, the Romany people in uh, Eastern Europe primarily would uh, rove around in camps and that sort of thing. Set up camp here for a while and move there for a while and that sort of thing. Okay. Uh, one time I'm at a, 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 a bar in the California wine country, in one of your nice little uh, wine towns, and a busload of people showed up. Well, I was in the bar watching a band, and a busload of people showed up, and uh, and everybody came in the bar at once, and the bar went from kind of being kind of full to really full, and then there was kind of like some yelling and screaming and stuff like that, people hollering. Mm. And then the, the giant crowd that got off the bus went back out and then went into another establishment and then went to another establishment and then, went, and then got on the bus and left. And I didn't even understand what had happened. But apparently this crowd of people had come through and, like, pickpocketed and taken stuff out of people's purses and wow. stuff like that. And it was some sort of traveling group of people that do that. And that's just how they lived. And I, I still, to this day, don't understand what it was or where they came from or anything like that. They were they were dressed um, in like uh, uh, what would you call it like hobo garb, like old timey hobo garb, like mm. like hand me down loose jackets and hats and stuff like it. It was like they were trying to be in a movie, wow. almost like costumes. Wow. Do you know what that is? I don't even know what that is. No, and I hesitate to uh, take any guesses, honestly. But but uh. somebody said, oh yeah, they come through every now and then. Yeah, that would be some migratory group of folks who rely at least partly on nefarious activities, allegedly. But they just swept in. I mean, like, really fast. There was a lot of hubbub and everything. Everybody was confused. And then they swept out and then went to the next place. And then they got on the bus and off their, their old dilapidated bus and went off. Yeah. Having apparently stolen money from people. I checked my pockets. I didn't lose anything. Wow, good, good. But that's a lifestyle? Is that That's a real thing? I even, guess so. Yeah, even in I modern d- America? I'm. I'm uh, this is idiotic. I'm uncomfortable even asking these questions, which is stupid. Uh, did they appear to be of a particular ethnicity or description? Description? Uh, if there was an ethnicity, it was white. But 
I don't know anything more than that. Okay. Is white well, an ethnicity? You're watching the band. It's a color. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a skin hue. It's, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Caucasian. If you know anything about that, Caucasian. I've never been to the Caucasus. If you know anything about that, I've always wondered what that was. And like, does that happen all over the country? Or text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. We'll not be reading your answers on the air, lest we end up like poor Whoopi Goldberg apologizing for a a term she didn't know or didn't care was seen as uh, 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 obnoxious. Well, are you saying there's a tie-in between that term and this? I don't know anything about. Yeah. Yes, I suspect so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wow. Where do they live? They move around. Okay. Again, I'm not an expert in the field and you know, feels like a bit of a minefield to me. I, w- I don't I don't steal and never have and, and, and don't think ever will, but I gotta admit it looked like kind of a fun lifestyle. They seem to be having a really good time. <laughs> Stealing from people in a bar, well, yeah, good times. They're all smiling and laughing, got on the bus and went on their way. I would be too. I'm getting money for nothing. Uh, if you miss an hour of this show, we do four. Get the podcast, Armstrong and Getty, on demand. Armstrong and Getty. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.